Welcome to Rocks Talks. Uh, let me put the sound up so I can hear you. I hope you get, oh, there we go, now here. Hope you all are doing well. It is a Monday morning. I'm coming a little bit later to you today. I mean, like an hour or so probably because I just was awake early, but I just didn't want to get out of bed. And I thought, you know what? I can savor these moments, so I'm going to. All the while, lots to talk about. We got to talk about the Grammys. Um, not the style. We're going to talk about who won. What the heck is an album and a record and a song of a year? Do you even know? And also the interesting speech that Dr. Dre gave, what people probably will be saying about it and what people should be saying about it. Get y'all ready for that. Also, I'm going to let you know about what happened with the wonderful May meeting Maisie on Saturday. And we're talking about goals. Yeah, we're going to talk about them. So let's start with the Grammys because people will be talking about the Grammys this week and I want you to be in the know and well aware. First, no surprise to you, Taylor Swift uh, took home her 13th and her 14th uh, Grammy and she did a record setting, I don't remember how many, maybe it's four, I want to say, album of the years, which does not, That's I don't think that's ever happened before. The biggest news, I guess, when it comes to Tay-Tay is, no, she didn't bring Travis Kelsey. He's a week out from the biggest game of his his season. But, but more seriously, uh, she announced that she's coming out with new music in April and, like, brand new. Not a Taylor's version of her music as she reclaims music, but brand new. So I know the Swifties are, like, freaking, which also makes me wonder if you are going to the second leg of the U.S. part of the Taylor Swift Eras tour will you get some for new stuff which is going to make people want to go even more if they missed it I digress also um yeah so there was uh, Miley Cyrus had a big big night she won for the first time she's never won a Grammy for flowers she can buy herself flowers and when she, after she won she actually performed flowers and she said and she like broke out in the in the song and she's like I just won a Grammy so she was super excited she looked really lovely I thought um now interestingly enough she won best. I got to get this right because this is where it gets a little confusing and about like what we call all the things. And of course, my computer is going to like want to show me ads. I don't want ads. OK, so break down the winners. Best of the ones you probably will be talking about. Best. It won't even move to show me. OK, best album of the year was Taylor Swift for Midnight's. Record of the year was Miley Cyrus for Flowers. She also won a pop album of the year, pop record or album of the year, one of the two. And then song of the year was Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For? Which, if you've not heard that song, is so haunting and beautiful. It's from the Barbie movie. And when Barbie's walking around trying to figure out what she was made for, that song plays. It is so haunting and it's probably my favorite Billie Eilish song because the words are beautiful and it's so stunning. So I'm glad that she won. Okay, so let's break this down because you might be wondering, what do you mean Billie Eilish won record of the year and Miley Cyrus won one song of the year and Taylor won album of the year? Now, album of the year makes sense to me. It's like the collection, the whole thing. So the body of work of that album that has maybe 10, 12, 16 songs, ta-da. That's Taylor got that. But then we're talking about record of the year and song of the year. And you might be thinking if you're old enough to be like around my age, well, a record back in the day would have more than one song on it, right? So why isn't a record an album? A little confused. Where do we put the record thing there? And kids today wouldn't even know what a record is. They don't even know what a CD is. Let's be real. So, but then you also have song of year, which song of year makes sense. Like it's one song. I get it. So what's this record album nonsense? And once I tell you that, you're gonna probably be like, what's the rest of it? So album of the year is for everything. Record of the year is for one song. Album of the year is for the entire record. Record of the year is for one song. Okay, that makes sense. But then you go back to 
if record of the year is for one song, how can song of the year be for one song? Like Grammys, there are enough words in the dictionary. We're making, we're putting new words in the dictionary all the time. You couldn't figure this out. So here's the difference between record of the year and song of the year. And if you knew all this before I said it, please mention in the comments. Say, I knew this, Roxanne. Um, so record of the year is for the actual recording the actual work of recording it. So like the people that were behind the scenes recording it and who recorded it. Artists gets the, gets the Grammy, but it's also giving the yay, yay, yay to like the producers and the recording, like people in the studio, they're all winning essentially. Whereas song of the year is for the songwriter of the year. So sometimes the, uh, the singer is not the person who wrote it. And so they get, it's a little different. I know. You're supposed to, why didn't they say song? But they even have songwriter of the year. That is also another category. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And another win that I was excited about was, I, and this is a new award, so I didn't really understand it, but it was like African, African, they called it like best African something. And I'm like, what is that? But the song I was down for. Best African music performance. I looked that up. Like, what does that mean? Is it someone who is a descendant from Africa? Because that could be all of us. So how does that work? It's people who use Afro beats in the music. And if you've not heard the song, Water. Make me sweat. Make me. By the name is Tyla. I don't know if she pronounced it that way. It is such a good, sexy song. It reminds me of like Sade but a little more updated it is a good song you should listen to it it's called Water by Tyla T-Y-L-A also I should note Joni Mitchell performed for the first time in like years and years and years she performed with a Brandy Carlisle and also Billy Joel performed what I think he performed twice and y'all Celine Dion showed up she gave the last award of the night she's been having a lot of um a lot of health issues and I don't know if she'll ever get back to the stage I hope she will I've seen her perform she's amazing and she did give the last award of the year of the night and got of course standing on all the because it's it's Celine Dion the greatest singer of the world in the world so that was the Grammys in a nutshell that's basically all you probably oh hello then there's the biggest thing hello Jay-Z in my opinion okay so Jay-Z gave a speech he won the Dr. Dre uh, Global Impact Award and he and his daughter came up his daughter um, Blue, who might be like almost only 12 now, which is wild to me. Anyhow, in his speech, he did call out some things like people in the past who boycotted, including himself, who boycotted the Grammys when they didn't get it right on who they nominated and whatnot. And he also said, you know, I boycotted, but I watched it. Was that really boycotting? Anyhow, alas, he even mentioned Beyonce and how Beyonce has won more Grammys than anyone in the, in the history of anyone, 32, but she's never won album of the year, which is wild. And he's like, even by, he said, I get that music is subjective, but even by the Grammys, your own standards, the fact that you've given her 32 Grammys, she's won 32 Grammys and yet she's never won album of the year, doesn't make sense. And he's like, not to embarrass her, but, and he says this, and then, but he, this is what he says. And I know people are probably like, oh, you're complaining about, no, but he makes a good point. But what he did say that, that I thought was so good at the very end, and I want to share this with you because this is the po point. He said, Okay, Grammys, we want you to get it right. You're not getting it right as he's winning the award, which is pretty ballsy, I will say. But he did it. And he at one point even said, like, some of you are going to feel like you're robbed tonight. Some of you will have been robbed. And some of you didn't even belong in the category. <laughs> and then he's like, excuse me, I'm, I get nervous. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Let me, I'm hoping that'll refresh in time. So, okay. Here's what he said though. At the end, he said, he said to everyone, everyone who feels like they're, you know, they're trying to do their thing. He said, you got to keep showing up until you, until they give you all those accolades you think you deserve until they call you chairman, until they call you a genius, until they call you the greatest of all time. I think that's great. So in even though he's saying, hey, Grammys, you've gotten this wrong, we still need to keep showing up. And not just to the award shows, but to keep performing. Don't go, I didn't win, I'm out of here. Like, keep showing up. I think that's something we can keep creating. Keep doing your trade. Keep being the best you until they can't ignore you any longer. That's super poignant, not only for Black History Month, but in general for all of us. I don't care what color of the rainbow you're under. Something to remember and implement. Just keep showing up. I feel like that's what I'm doing by showing up right here with you. I I show up every Monday through Friday. Uh, That's what we're doing. And let's see where it goes. Adding to that, by the way, this month, so I was in, so setting goals is something I want to talk to you about today, and I'm super excited. My friend Leah and I, we've gotten to this rhythm of just touching base every month and like setting goals. We used to go for coffee and do it. Uh, obviously, right now we're in different states, so we. I was like, it's time to do goals. She's like, let's do it. So we met, and we talked for like oh, maybe like three hours. No joke. It just flew by. So, I, but it, but when I got up, I'm like, oh, that's that, that was a while. Um, and we just talked about our goals for February, what we want to accomplish in our business and our life for February. And it felt really, really good to do that. And what I like about it is we determine it, and as we do, we give each other some. Okay, if you if this is where you want, okay, have you thought about X, Y, Z? And through that fun moment with her. I have decided I am going to be sending out emails regularly this month. So I look out for that. If you're on my newsletter, awesome. And it's going to be fun. You're going to see some highlights of things you might have missed and all the things I've been, the content I'm putting out. You're also going to see some updates. We're going to be talking about the top things you need to know, just like how today, talking about the Grammy. So you don't need to go back and watch them. It was three and a half hours, a three and a half hour tour, giving you the highlights of things to know now what's important right now. So look out for that. The first one should go out this week. I say should um, because, you know, I've got a lot of family things going on, but I want to get it out this week. So it may, and I will let you know here the day that it goes out when it's solidified. Uh, Also, did I get it all? Boom, boom, goals. But I'm wondering, do you set goals? How does that work for you? Do you set long-term goals, short-term goals? What I love about this is I don't feel the pressure of it and it can change whenever it needs to change, but it also gives me a little bit of focus for the month, what I want to accomplish so that March is going to be how I want it to be and so on and so forth. And like, I love it. So you're going to be seeing that one of the goals continuous, the goal last month was to start this podcast or this show, I should say. And it's continuing on, obviously. Oh, well, yeah, don't worry. It is. But getting that off was great and um, working that muscle. So you'll may see some changes to that, to this, like enhancing it as we go. But I really want it to be organic because that's what makes it the, the greatest it is. So, and that way you can now go, I remember when you had a blank wall because you just moved in and you, you know, you do it and you weren't wearing makeup. And <laughs> yeah, anyway. Um, so we got to go meet Maisie on Saturday and y'all, it was what the body needs. Like I just watched Scott hold those puppies and I'm like, oh. We both need it, but man, he needs us so much now. He's such a dog lover. So 
we went and we were impressed with you know with the the setup and whatnot and um, we got to meet the two baby girls from the litter and they're just these little like balls of love I posted the picture somewhere. I should post it again. I'll post it again at Rocks Talk so you can see it in my stories. Uh, we They were making everything very sanitary, so I didn't want to pull out my camera because we had washed, double washed our hands and whatnot before we held the puppies. But uh, the breeder did take a picture and send it to us. So I'll have to show you. But I knew exactly immediately which one was Maisie. I knew. And I've now gone back to the picture she sent us, and I it was the same one. Now, what's interesting is they look so similar. These just little balls of black fur with some pretty brown in the little areas and these eyes and these butt nose. But one looks at me differently. And so they were sitting and they were inside their little like um, bed and we're looking at them. We got down on the ground and immediately I picked up Maisie because I knew it was her and I held her. I just I didn't even look at her. I just held her on my heart. Meanwhile, Scott picked up Maisie's sister and was kissing her up and down and all around. And he said the words he and I knew he was going to say. He's like, I don't know how to choose. He's like, I can't choose, Wilson. I don't know how to choose. I'm like, don't you worry. He said, that's all right. I gotcha. I gotcha. And so we switched. And I think it was at that point he said, you don't choose. We switched eventually because I wanted him to hold Maisie. Didn't tell him it was Maisie yet. And I held the other one. The other one was lovely and precious, but was amazing. And that's when he said, like, I don't know how to choose. I'm like, it's okay, I already chose. I'm like, you're holding Maisie right now. He's like, I am? I said, yeah. And he's like, oh, my goodness. He was kissing and loving on those pups. And what was so, so sweet about just about him in general. So we'd switch back at some point. I was holding Maisie and whatnot, and we were talking to the, um, the breeders. And he was just, I turned, and he's talking to Maisie's sister and just saying to her, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry we can't take you home. I hope you have a wonderful, you find an, you have a wonderful life and you have wonderful, a wonderful family who takes care of you. And please know we love you anyway. And I am so sorry. Like he's literally kissing and telling this dog this. The dog knew. The dog was, by then the dog knew. Uh, it, uh, but it was so sweet. I was like, look at you. And the breeder's like, I can tell that Maisie's going to be loved. I'm like, oh yes. And spoiled. Oh yes. So it was a really good, and they let us stay probably longer than we should have just loving on them we met her dad and her mom which means nothing to me because I'm not an expert when it comes to those things we just want a healthy puppy and you just don't really know that off the bat um I'm not a vet so I can't look at oh yeah she's fine but we get her in two weeks and that is going to be a wonderful experience that's going to be really great for for us all I know so super excited about that um and just seeing him, he just, oh. And when we got home, and we didn't get home for a while. We had to run errands and whatnot that day. We got home that evening. Um, Baylor was not happy. And it wasn't that we were gone. It was, she was smelling. She was very like, what is going on? Something's odds. So I let her smell me. I I usually don't pet any other dogs or anything because I just won't do that to her. Now, Scott will. I won't because he loves dogs. He can't help himself. And so I told her, I'm like, you're smelling Maisie. She's coming home in two weeks. We keep having this conversation with her so that hopefully it becomes, I, I hope she's going to love it. We saw this, uh, I saw this, you know, it's like they know, the gram knows. I saw this pug reel, and you might have seen it, where this dog, th- this person says, I got my senior dog a pet, which I'm like, is Baylor a senior dog? According to Alexa, she is. Oh my goodness, it was so cute. 
to see this pug with this baby pug and like how much they loved each other. I'm like, that's what I want. That's what I'm hoping for. So away we go. All right. I've taken a lot of your time today. It's so fun to be with you. Thank you so much. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comments, um, your sweet messages, and just being part of this show and this community. It's nothing without you. So uh, please keep commenting. Please keep subscribing. If this is the first time you're watching, subscribe, binge, all the things, and I'll see you tomorrow. Go be great. Bye.